0: Hey, everybody. I'm Bodie, one of the co-hosts of Kaboom, the podcast. We'd like to welcome you all to the first episode with Bodhi and Candice. First off, we'd like to thank Body Encore for sponsoring this episode. If you haven't heard of Body Encore, you should check them out. It's super cool. They are a designer activewear rental service for women uh, where you can try out unlimited... Trends from some of your favorite designers just for a low monthly fee. Super cool, really interesting concept. Uh, go give them a visit at bodyoncore.com. Again, that's bodyoncore.com. So with that being said, we'll jump right into the podcast today. Today's podcast is a mere introduction, and it is all about Candice. So we're going to learn a little bit about Candice and uh, who she is, what she does, and why she does it. So Candace, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm great, Modi. How are you? Oh,
0: can't complain. Just a beautiful summer day.
1: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, so I was wondering, should I talk about myself in the third person or you
0: just talk about yourself however you <laughs> want to talk about yourself. I know. It's always that's a good question. How do I talk about myself?
1: Uh, I'm try not to sound like a douchey narcissist, okay? <laughs>
0: okay, but if you come okay. across as a douchey <laughs> narcissist, I won't hold it against you. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. anyways, um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe um, you know, where you're from and what do you do?
1: Yes, absolutely. So I am originally from the Bay Area, then Chico, and currently living in San Diego, California, which is gorgeous. Um and let's see. Work wise, I have a couple of different areas that I specialize in. I have been a licensed real estate broker in California for oh goodness, a long, long, long time <laughs> um, since 2000. Let's see, I got my original license in 2005, so um, it's been a great, a great establishment there. Um, and then I also freelance as a writer. And I do a lot of ghostwriting for technology companies and startups, um, a couple of parent products and mom blogs. Um, I also have a couple of companies that I own. So I have a pretty diverse background, but um, digital marketing technologies are kind of my sweet spot that I do um, both writing and consulting.
0: Awesome! Yeah, that's super exciting. And so, when do you sleep?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, na- you know, what's funny? I really never sleep. That's, it's terrible to admit, but I have. Um, I am a sufferer of chronic insomnia, which <laughs> makes my <laughs> it makes my reading um, actually my reading time really really special because everybody else is sleeping, and I have like the perfect storm of um, you know quiet children and tea and it's fantastic so i i really thrive on like you know four
0: and a half hours of my night oh yeah perfect <laughs> uh, yeah i can't say that i'm in the same boat you are on that one uh i like my sleep a little too much I... <laughs> <laughs> so re- reading i love that you bring up reading um so speaking of reading uh what what are you reading right now that may be particularly interesting for the listeners
1: Oh gosh, I'm reading a book right now called Owning the Earth, which is by Andrew Linklater. I hope I'm saying his name right. Um, and it is actually phenomenal. It's really interesting. It's about the history of how t- people take possession of property and how that shapes society at large, but also the way that you view yourself, your ability to um, control the way that you express yourself, your a lot of the things that are innate to um, how you relate to the world have to do with property ownership. And it's really, really beautiful actually. Well,
0: what'd you say the name of the book was again for the listeners it's, out there?
1: It's called Owning the Earth.
0: Owning the Earth, I'm gonna have to add that to my reading list. The, yeah. the reading list that uh, doesn't get <laughs> checked off very <laughs> often. all not
1: nurtured. Um, it's uh, That's one, I, I've been switching back and forth between that one and this other book that's a little bit, um, it's a little bit niche. And it's called We Don't Die. And that one is actually a psychic who talks about his perceptions of the afterlife and that everyone is still kind of present, but just on a wavelength that you can't see or hear.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so interesting.
0: Definitely, yeah. So one of the, one of the things that I've done in um, the recent past is I've become a big fan of the uh, Audible app through Amazon. yeah. And I spend a lot of time behind the wheel driving. And so, really, that's the only quiet time that I get. And um, instead of just, you know, listening to music or the road noise, I try Mm -hmm. and uh, do audio books. And so, One thing that I've been doing for the last few weeks is brushing up on my Spanish skills. (laughs) I've been listening to um,
1: bueno,
0: yeah, bueno, (laughs) muy bueno, Uh, muy bueno. Now I can't say that I'm (laughs) retaining all the information, but um, it's been fun listening to Spanish for the last, you know, two three weeks, and um, I'm actually feel confident that I could have a somewhat of a conversation, you know, in a Spanish speaking country. So
1: it's fun. I love that. That's kudos to you. That's very important stuff. I think that um, that's definitely something that I could improve upon despite all of the time that I've spent in Mexico, which is a lot. It's a, it's a large number of weeks and months and years probably spent in Mexico. I still cannot speak the language fluently. Um, probably the only sentence that I'm proficient at is like, Abre la puerta." <laughs> like, I can't say like... Some some very basic things, very basic commands. If I need to ask where the restroom is, I'm, I'm decent at that. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, definitely the, could improve on my Spanish skills.
0: Yeah, you know, that, that's pretty much all you need is, you know, where's the bathroom? Um, can I have another beer? Uh uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. mas, mas tacos.
0: <laughs> yeah, more tacos. Yeah, yeah, never, you can never four have too, too many tacos. Yeah, you got to be polite. Uh, uh-huh. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, it sounds like, I mean, you're extremely busy, um, you've got the real estate, you, you've got the businesses, you do consulting. Um, you know, part of this podcast is kind of helping the listeners out there uh, maybe learn some trick, tips and tricks of you know, how to be more efficient and how to stay organized and on task. So what are some things that you do on a daily basis to keep you focused
1: yeah. Oh goodness. That's actually, that's a really mission critical part of all this stuff because I, as you well know, uh, am really good at getting off track. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much like, oh squirrel. Yeah. Um, so I have to be really careful about that, but I am the most checklist oriented person. Um, I'm also very accountable to my paycheck or anything that I view as, um, as an occupation. So exercise, for example, is something that I would love to incorporate into my life more, but the only way for me to categorize it as mission critical is to make sure that I view it as a job and as something that I have to check off my uh, task list for the day. So, um, So yeah, I actually will prioritize everything that I have to do in the morning and I hold myself very accountable to my list. And I make sure that it happens. But but part of the reason why I took like group exercise instructor jobs or personal trainer jobs in the past was because I literally had to be at the gym to receive my paycheck. So I I was like, you know what? (laughs) I won't go to the gym unless I'm paid to do so. So here I go. Oh, yeah. I'll teach this class.
0: If that isn't an incentive, I don't know what is. So uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, then there goes my hundred dollar per month gym fee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Not make the money, you know what the heck. Yeah, that's funny.
1: So I have this way of looking at things like they're absolutely mandatory, and like, um, like even if I'm the boss of something, that I, I have a an obligation to either the client or the customer base or whoever it is that is um, counting on me to complete it. And then I am very good at getting stuff done.
0: Good, so this is always a fun question, you know, in this day and age and this era, everything is digital. And Mm -hmm. so are you keeping track, you know, digitally through, you know, various programs or are you a old school analog, here's my day planner type person?
1: Uh, You know what? I'll tell you the truth. (laughs) So I have trained um, many, many people how to use CRM systems and how to incorporate things like marketing automation into their daily lives. And actually, one of the companies that I have, it really, um, it provides basically a personalized CRM system where you can input dates that are important, things like birthdays and anniversaries. And it will automate notifications for you to send cards or send a present. And it, it very much incorporates the digital elements into um, your daily life. So I, I do both. I think that there are some tools that are kind of essential to just validate that you have not forgotten anything. (laughs) Um, But ultimately I also walk around with a notepad. I, I'm like the eternal teenager with like a, a spiral bound.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: uh, And I will just write all day long on various uh, binders, so.
0: I love it. Yeah, Yeah. I'm um, I'm pretty old school. I mean, I do, you know, with the things that I have in place, obviously I have to keep track digitally, but I love waking up in the morning and creating or adding to my to-do list and then throughout the day physically checking Uh things off. It just gives me a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, uh, and every day I start with my to-do list and what what can I knock off that day? What can I actually cross off? And,
1: Question: uh, For you, you put the boxes, or do you line it off?
0: So I line it off. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a line it offer. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: You just put the line right through it. Um, yeah. Which, you know, it just, like I said, it gives you some sort of sense of accomplishment. And it's very rare that all, all of the lines are lined off. But when they are, it feels great. Um, okay, so, um, you know, now it's kind of fun to maybe get into s- some personal things and, and learn about you. And I always, I always like abstract questions. I think that you can learn a lot about a person um, mm-hmm. with some, some random questions. So I've got a couple of them that I'd uh, like to ask you in. And just see what your responses are.
1: Pass. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah.
0: Podcast <laughs> is over. I, we did say this was yeah. episode one. Yeah, this
1: laughing. is no. our
0: our one and only podcast. So. <laughs> one and done. Yep. Go
1: Go bigger. Go home. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, so I'm good with that.
0: Hopefully we go viral. Right. <laughs> the uh-huh, best right? best podcast yeah. ever. <laughs> um, all right. So here's a fun one. Mhm. If they made a movie about your life. Who would play yeah. who would play the lead character and why? Living or dead? It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> up to you. Maybe I mean, now my I'm, now knee I'm jerk. For... I'd
1: really love to have like Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Right? I mean, it's kind of a no brainer. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, no, I think like around right now. Have you seen um the actress that plays Dahlia? Dahlia, Dahlia. In Suburgatory,
0: mm, I can't say that I have. Okay, um, but
1: so she she is a person that I have seen in a variety of things. And when you listen to her being interviewed, she's very normal. Mm-hmm. And then you see her play a character, and she is <laughs> she is hilariously or um, you know just socially socially awkward. I think is kind of. Uh, one of the things that I've become self-aware Okay. Uh, and and it's funny because I think people have expectations of you when they see you like your physical self right they have a, a perception of what's going to come out of your mouth or possibly be on your mind mm-hmm. and, and sometimes it's very contrary like for me I'm really a nerd in my brain
0: mm-hmm.
1: and a lot of times when it looks like I'm not doing a lot. I'm thinking about, you know, things that I have, everything on the list that we just talked about and how to accomplish it, or I'm writing something or, you know, my kids need something. And, um, and I think it's fun to be able to kind of defy expectations.
0: That's awesome. And as you're telling me all this, I love the app IMDB. So if you guys don't have IMDB (laughs) app, Go ahead and download it because movie trivia is one of the things that I nerd out on. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people might look at you and they might not know that you're a little bit of a nerd. And that's, um, you know, that's what's fun about not judging books by their cover, right? Uh, So back to the actress you're talking about. Her name, I believe, is Carly uh, Shiken. Does that sound right? Yeah. Carly Shiken. So I... uh, I've never heard of her or seen her, but good answer. So uh, now I'm going to have to watch the movie.
1: So, *Burgatory* is great. It's actually a really cute show. I'm really sad okay. that it it's a when show. It did.
0: It's a series. It's a show. Okay,
1: it's a series, and it's based on a book, like everything is. And it's uh, it was really well executed. It's a very, it's a very cute thing. And her character uh, is so ridiculous that. Uh, <laughs> that it's... It's very amusing, and I love that she is so different from the character that she plays. It just shows her versatility, and I I thought that she was very cool.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's fun. Well, now, you know, you give me another series to watch on... Is it on Netflix?
1: I don't know. I watched it when it was live on TV because I had liked the, the story before it became a TV show, and I'm not sure, but... Um, It's definitely worth tracking down somewhere. (laughs)
0: Live live TV. I don't even know what live TV is anymore. (laughs) Like, what is live TV? It's a thing of the past.
1: Uh Um, Maybe Hulu. (laughs) Okay. So next. Wait, who would play you? I'm really curious now.
0: Okay. So that's a good question. Um, I've got a couple of answers. Not that I've uh, premeditated this, but. um, Right. (laughs) So, I mean, I think like physical appearance wise, it would probably have to be like, Adam Sandler or uh, <laughs> ch- or a chubby Ben Affleck, one of those two. <laughs> I think uh, I think f- just you know physical appearance wise, but who I would really want to play me would be Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Yeah, boom.
0: Yeah. So that would be like, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. If I had a choice, would be like, dude,
1: like Basketball Diaries, Leonardo DiCaprio, or like Titanic, Leonardo DiCaprio, Gatsby. Which, which Leonardo DiCaprio? I'm really curious.
0: So you know which Leonardo DiCaprio? I think I would have to go with would be um, crud. Now you put me on the spot, and I lost. I lost the damn movie, and I, I love the name of the movie. So um, sorry. No, it's where he. I mean, it's this sounds bad, but he, he plays the con artist. Um,
1: Oh, uh, the airplane movie. Yeah, Catch the... Me If You Can.
0: Catch Me If You Can. Leonardo from Catch Me If You Can. That's that's the All Leonardo right. DiCaprio. So
1: I was worried you were gonna say like Gangs of New York. Yeah. So was...
0: <laughs> no. No no Gangs of New, New York. No um uh what's this last movie he won the he finally won the Oscar for?
1: Oh uh, yeah, I didn't uh, see that one. I know what you're talking about. Did you see there was this is a little pop culture. Sorry, this is probably going to be edited out. <laughs> but <laughs> did you see the part where um, in that film, apparently he actually stabbed himself in the hand. No, and he got blood. He was supposed to do it for pretend, and he did it for real. And he got his blood, and he wiped it on the actress that is his co-star's face, like really? in real life. And they decided to keep the scene in the film because it was so raw and authentic. And he just everybody just rolled with it. But really? As I was listening to that, and I was watching them be interviewed, and they were talking about how cool it was that the entire cast just rolled with it when he wiped his blood all over her face. All I was thinking is how I would just like—I don't know—that I could not just like punch him in the face and be really <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> right, you know?
1: Like, yeah, uh, that I'm not his co-star because yeah. I've been furious. Rule
0: number one: always stay in character. So, yeah. Seriously. So that was in The Revenant. Was that what it? Which movie yes. it was? See, uh-huh. I thought I had heard something different or similar. Um, that uh, one of the two <laughs> that well, actually, and I, I don't know for 100% certainty, but the movie, uh, Django, yeah, I thought that he had cut himself in that and kept. Oh,
1: maybe it was that one. I, I think that one.
0: that's the movie that it was. I'm pretty
1: okay, pretty you're sure. You're talking about wait, so you, you're. Your Leonardo is the bear Leonardo, the one that kills the bear in The Revenant.
0: Yeah, but that's not who I want to be. My gotcha. Leonardo, catch me if okay. you can's mine. Yeah, but <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> but the the pop culture story that you're refer, referring to, I believe, was was um, Django. Was Django? Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: that's correct. I
0: don't even know that's if there right. was a woman in the movie The Revenant. Um,
1: I didn't ever see that, but that's another one that you should read the book. Yeah. Everybody told me that the movie was amazing, but having read the book already, I I just I feel like first person accounts of stories like that are always really interesting, and then the movies kind of ruin the books for me. Yeah. A lot of them, them I can't bring myself to watch.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I know it was based on a true story, Um, Mm -hmm. and it was one of those movies where I actually went to the theater to see it, and I watched it. And when it was over, I go, "This is a good movie, but I never want to watch it again." <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have any movies like that where you see it and you are yeah. like, "It was a good movie, but I but never I... ever want to watch this again?"
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, um, uh, what is the one about post September eleventh? Um, it's incredibly loud. Oh gosh something loud and close. I can't remember the exact title. Oh, yeah,
0: I think head. I know what you're talking about. Um, it's,
1: it's so touching and it's so sad. Ex- and then it comes yeah. full circle where at the end of it, this this little boy is able to really like connect the dots and he's able to come to peace with a lot of the events. And you feel for him so much throughout the movie, but it's so exhausting emotionally that it's like, it's it's beautiful and you're grateful that you know the story but you're also so tired and so spent because you feel for him so much that you just are like i can never see this again
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, extremely loud and incredibly close that's the Mm -hmm. one yeah yeah
1: yeah and
0: i know that's another one that's
1: a great book yeah see
0: you you read way more than I do. I'm like, uh, <laughs> why read the book when there's a movie to be watched or I can listen to the audio? You know what I mean? Um, uh-huh.
1: I'm picky though. Like I, I have very, I really love indie films.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, some of the ones, I love the two extremes, right? I either love like the indie films like the Dan in Real Life and Little Miss Sunshine like that. Oh, sort
0: of. I love Little Miss Sunshine.
1: Isn't that, it's a great oh, such story. A good, yeah. Such a good movie. I love those or I love the exact opposite like Foz Lerman Or like, um, oh gosh, what's the guy that did Chicago? That they're like all song and dance movies? Marshall. (laughs)
0: What is
1: his first name? I don't know. I can't. IMDB.
0: IMDB Chicago. Oh, yeah. What is his name? Whatever
1: his name is. those, Those movies are so colorful and so theatrical and so like over embellished that they're basically eye candy. And so for me, those are really worth watching. Rob Marshall. Rob Marshall, thank you so Bam.
0: much. Bam, Rob Marshall. Gotta love Bam, IMDb. Done.
1: Download
0: the mm-hmm. app. Um, yep. Okay. Uh, so the podcast isn't all about movies. I could talk movies all day. <laughs> love movies, love stories. Who doesn't? Sorry. Um, but... So
1: about me <laughs> traveling down some rabbit holes.
0: Speaking of apps on your phone. Yes. What are the three apps you couldn't live without? You can only oh. choose three apps.
1: Oh, goodness. Well... That's a really difficult question for a person like me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see, productivity and business-wise, or
0: I mean, this is just—you literally only have three apps. And what we'll do is we will say that um, we'll say phone, web mm-hmm. browser, text messaging, and music doesn't count as an app.
1: Oh, good, because you're you're going to isolate my Pandora, so I don't have to make space for that. That's really good. Ooh, well
0: now, now I'm I'm talking like Apple Music. I don't know Pandora, maybe. In that list, you know, I would say downloadable apps. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. I'm like, man, this is really, really hard. Um, okay. Well, so for me, because my children are, are extremely important, can we also remove those apps? Because that's its own mm. like massive category on my phone mm. where I have everything from like their Ooh. personal entertainment to like the management of things to do with them thriving. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay. We'll, we'll uh, just for the sake of conversation, we'll leave kids apps out of it.
1: Okay. All right. Personal interest. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Canva is a really great one because it has so many diverse um, uses. I, for the management of a lot of the social media that I do for other people, I use Canva because it has predetermined sizes for everything. Have you used that before, buddy?
0: I absolutely love Canva. Yeah. Canva is like the bee's knees for creating content for social media.
1: Yeah. So that one is my personal fave. I think the fact that it has all the templated, everything is organized. You don't have to bother with it. And mm-hmm. I recently... Um, you know, It's so nice to be able to design something one time and then you can export it as all the different sizes and all the different formats. And then you send people these complete packages for branding of everything that's already made and they can just deploy it across all their channels. So I would say um, for the management of other people's businesses and for um, creating things on the fly, Canva is essential.
0: Yeah, if you guys haven't checked out Canva, take a look at it. If you're into creating anything remotely cool through social media, it's a must have. Um,
1: okay, so another thing that I have on here that I think is kind of mission critical, um, I have photo editing apps. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, that's another really important part of communicating with people, whether it's um, importing images into like WordPress, for blog posts that I do for people, if it's you know updating social feeds with product, images, or whatever it is, For me, it's really important to have something um, that goes a bit beyond what iPhone can do. And I know iPhone is fantastic. And <laughs> so I don't want to make anybody angry because yeah. there is a lot that it can do, um, especially with the portrait options now where you can adjust your focal length and some things like that. But I think it's really important to have an app where you can adjust um, white balance and stuff and not not necessarily add filters to everything because, um, you know, you look at my personal feed and it's very like rinky-dink it's very like oh i just threw on whatever i felt like that day it's hefe or whatever whatever instagram had Um, right
0: right right
1: right (laughs) lo-fi yeah exactly most of my personal stuff is like you know i'm not being paid for this so it's an afterthought i just do it you know because for the sake of having the account but um but when i do it professionally for other people i think that it's really important to start with a clean image instead of something that is so filtered you know to obscurity that that you have no control over it and um and i think that when you start with a an image that is high resolution and you are able to open up something in your phone and manipulate the white balance or manipulate you know the tones in the image that it's really helpful so
0: so can i take a guess
1: yeah.
0: I'm gonna guess and I might be way off Lightroom. Yes. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah, Lightroom. See that?
1: Yes. We didn't Good have stuff. this
0: conversation, but I'm on that. We're on that wavelength. That's why uh-huh. it's the it's the Candace and Bodie show. Yep. Yeah.
1: Lightroom.
0: What a great what a great app.
1: Yeah. So I feel like um for me, the entire Adobe creative suite is kind of mandatory. I'm one of those people that I rely on every aspect of that. I love Photoshop, I love Illustrator, all of those programs. When I was in grad school, I had to get um, very, very granular in a lot of those programs and they are amazing. And it was funny because for me, I'm super hands-on, especially with art and with any sort of artistic expression or endeavors. I really felt like digital was cheating in the beginning. And, um, and speaking of me being a nerd, I am the person that I was really excited the first time that I got a walk-in closet in Mm -hmm. the house that I was renting, not because I had a lot of clothes, but because it was a place I could store my darkroom equipment. Oh. And, (laughs) And, um, and at the time I was still shooting everything. I had like a Mamiya C33 medium format camera that I thought was the coolest thing ever. And I would take these enormous slides and develop them in trays And use my enlarger and all the darkroom equipment and develop my own film and everything in my closet. So for me to...
0: (laughs) I'm laughing, but I think that's awesome. But then I also can think of all the conversations that could come up. You're like, oh, hey, yeah, go check out my closet. Real yeah. Part,
1: people you know. were like, what is that smell? I'm like, it's, fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's just chemicals. Why do your clothes? Yeah. Like um, because I love photography. Yeah. So anyway, for me to convert everything over to digital and really be accepting of the fact that I could adjust things in a digital environment on Photoshop was a really big deal. Um, so, but it's cool because when I use the dodging and burning tools, I actually know what that's replicating because I've done it in real life in a dark room. So it's, you know, it's all fun.
0: Man, that's the whole from analog to digital world that we live in, and that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I've only got a couple more for you here. Okay. So, um, what?
1: Wait, what are, wait, 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 can oh. we rewind? What are your apps?
0: <laughs> no, next, <laughs> next week is about me. This, this okay. week's all about you. Actually, okay, Actually, okay. I think we still have one more app for you.
1: Oh shoot! Okay, hold on. Let me. Oh, I have to open. The phone back <laughs> <again>. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, wait.
0: That. Those were your t- Canva and Lightroom. I think I asked you top three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the third? What's the third?
1: Mm, that is a really good question. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna be I'm gonna be cliche here, and I'm gonna say LinkedIn. Um. But that's because it's got so many learning opportunities. I think as a platform to absorb information from authentic sources, where you can go on and you can read so many different people's blogs or, um, you know, click through their profiles and see what their interests are and how they describe themselves. I think for um, the sake of learning opportunities, LinkedIn is phenomenal.
0: I love it. And you know what, that's not as cliche as I could have guessed. You know, you may have said Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, Not that anything's (laughs) wrong with that, but I'm just saying, you know, LinkedIn, you know, it's kind of like maybe a step above cliche. Thanks,
1: buddy. Okay,
0: okay, okay. (laughs) Just, you know, gotta give it a little credit. All Uh, right, so in the last year, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what is your favorite purchase that you've made?
1: Oh, God. Like grand scale or like under a hoodie?
0: I kind of like... Eh, you know, I like those like purchases that maybe aren't super expensive, but like maybe were life changing in some way. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, so under a hundred bucks that maybe changed your life for the better.
1: Hmm. Okay. Um, so again, with liking to experience things in a in a tangible way, um, one of the things that I got that was really really cool recently is a uh, typewriter that converts yeah. everything to digital. it basically is a keyboard replacement but it's a typewriter that is an old school style with the keys that clack and make the noises like for me if I could have any sort of um, audible clip any sort of sound bite for when I text it would be typewriter keys so <laughs> <laughs> And so I was really creatively inspired by the fact that I could essentially be using a typewriter that replicated an old school ribbon um, ribbon fed sort of typewriter with the reel and everything um, and still have it convert itself to a Word document when it was all said and done. Really? Yeah.
0: Where, very, very, very wh- cool. where did you get this?
1: Um I got it. My bargain shopper self <laughs> bought it at um the Aaron Brothers going out of business sale. Oh Which, my goodness. Is that about? Oh my goodness.
0: I need yeah. to I need to learn more about this. I'm gonna look it up online. I'm sure Amazon yeah. sells them.
1: Yeah, you know, it's actually they have that. They have the typewriter several places. I've seen it at a lot of stores, but um but I have to get things that are a good deal if I'm gonna buy them for my personal collection because I like to feel like I did well with my money.
0: Of course, um, who doesn't like and, a good deal?
1: Yeah, and I was so sad. Though I go into Aaron Brothers just to get my canvases because I like to paint, and they have those big, giant, oversized canvases. And um, and I was just devastated to see that they were closing their doors. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah the the brick and mortar stores. I mean, in this this time period in our lives, I mean, they're just dwindling down, you know, and the the online. Just the power of purchasing online has really, really made it tough for a lot of those brick and mortar stores because they can't compete with their overhead.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's fascinating to see things that have been established over so many years go out. You look at like Sears.
0: Yeah, uh, Sears, Circuit City, Blockbuster. Yeah. You know, um, Staples when we were kids, Montgomery Wards. Um, yeah. It's just, it's... It's crazy, but that's that's the world we live in, and I, I can't sit here and say that I don't purchase probably the majority of my things online.
1: Oh know? Know, yeah, how it's, can it's, how can
0: we, it's just so convenient.
1: It is so convenient. That product, by the way, before I forget, is called Typecast. I just Ooh. opened it and looked at it. It's called Typecast, the typewriter. In case Typecast. you want to be able to find it. Yes, right. Typecast. Um, yeah, no, it's funny that you say that because every time I go into Whole Foods now that it's Amazon. They're like, can you give me, you know, are you an Amazon Prime member? And I'm like, no, but I really should be because I spend a lot of money there. <laughs> so I have to get on the on the boat. I'm a little bit behind the times with the Amazon Prime thing.
0: Um, the one best piece of advice I could give you today is become an Amazon Prime member.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I mean, like,
0: do it now. Do I it read, now.
1: I read a Jeff Bezos, Bezos, Bezos yeah, no, yeah. article um, and it really, honestly, it scared me. I don't know how else to yeah. how else to frame that. It made me feel really uncomfortable. And um, I think he is amazing, and he's so he's so visionary. But his um, end goal of having this massive monopoly over things like, you know, the United States Postal Service <laughs> and right. And just the just the way that even like the real estate industry, the impact that he's had on things like the process of buying a home and all of the things that they're about to roll out really have a significant impact on an industry that has been such a massive part of my life for so long. And um, you know, even like going back to construction and how future homes will be built. There's one of the conferences that I went to. They talked about um, future builders incorporating a front room that is a key to entry, almost like a lobby for your Mm -hmm. house Mm -hmm. and having it be a receptacle for packages and for Amazon services and then having Mm -hmm. like a secondary front door that Mm -hmm. you enter. Beyond that, that is a a second key um, Mm -hmm. that only you have. And... Um, you know, it's amazing to have that level of influence, Mm -hmm. but I think it's also really important what you do with it. Right. And, And some of the projections are very, very, um, frightening.
0: Yeah, I unsettling. I see, I have a yeah, saying. frightening, unsettling. I totally get where you're coming from, and yeah. that's you know the, as technology progresses, the automation just continues to increase, and you know um, it's insane. And for those of you guys listening who don't know who uh, Jeff Bezos is, that's the CEO, owner of Amazon, who is now currently the wealthiest person in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By you know
1: what? Kudos to him, buddy. Have you seen the photo of him with like the hand scratched out Amazon sign, and he's in like a single room office just grinding.
0: Yes. Just talking
1: about, you know, it's amazing. It's like, you know, anytime you want to laugh at someone that's at, you know, at work by themselves independently, just kicking ass, look at this photo of him.
0: Yes, I know exactly oh. what you're talking about. He's yeah. like in the corner of a room, right? Like yeah. back left corner. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I can visualize that, which is crazy. We should end on on some, some Candice advice. So, um my question would be, what what is the best piece of advice you've ever received or would like to give? Mm. So I know that's kind of like putting you on the spot. That's, there's a lot. Um, yeah, so let's start with that. And then afterwards, why don't you let um, the listeners know where they can find you if they want to utilize some of your services?
1: Sure. Um, okay, so for me, I think that the best advice I've ever received Um, or just, just a general theme that I try to apply to literally everything that I do in life is the concept of the more you learn, the less, you know, (laughs) right. I think that that is mission critical in everything that you do, whether it be your personal life or your business life. I think that people that absorb a lot of information from, you know, different walks of life, different cultures, um, different, experiences start to understand that their perspective is not the only perspective and that you never have insights into the why. A lot of the times you walk into something midstream, right? Whether it's a conversation or a person's day or a business engagement, um, you you really have to be perceptive enough to take a step back and go, okay, what does this look like it is? Okay, now what is it, you know, second layer and third layer. And you have to be patient enough to take the time to do that. And um, I think that in applying that to both my personal life with relationships that I've had with people and to my business endeavors and looking at things surface and making myself, you know, take steps back and also forward and go, what does this look like if I do X, Y, Z? What's the outcome here? And what information um, have I still not been provided. I think it's it gives you the opportunity to um, save yourself from mistakes, and it gives you the opportunity to really relish um, experiences.
0: Love it, yeah. And you just think about that and the unknowns and how many, like you said, different layers there are, and um, everybody has a story. You know, everybody yeah. has a past, and uh, yeah, that's that's great advice. Uh, uh, the amount of things that we don't know are unfathomable. You know? Yeah. It's like, ah.
1: yeah. So. yeah. I think anytime I've met somebody that is um, 100% certain of, you know, how they feel about particular situations, it's, it's inevitable that there's some angle that you haven't considered yet. So I think it's really important to just go into things with an open mind.
0: Yes. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Okay, so uh, with that being said, where would you send them and where would they be able to find you on the intranets? On the
1: (laughs) intranets, yes. Let's see. So I would say, honestly, my LinkedIn portfolio um, is a little bit bare, it, does not, it doesn't actually incorporate as much as it should. Um, so I would say probably just email me would be the best way. Um, my personal email is hotcupoffocus at gmail.com. Um, but if you wanted to read my personal life philosophies, those are on my blog at hotcupoffocus.com. Digital consulting, I would say uh, LinkedIn, Candace and Caulfield, Cheshire.
0: there you go awesome cool so
1: put that down
0: yeah so uh hashtag hot cop hot cop
1: (laughs) hot (laughs) cop hot
0: cop hashtag hot cup of focus for you listeners out there so i love it um so cool um so Any other, you know, final thoughts or questions or considerations?
1: I am looking forward to hearing uh, more about you in podcast numero dos. Podcast numero
0: dos? Ooh, yes. we try to do
1: podcast numero dos in espanol?
0: Mm, No
1: gracias. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Looking forward to, uh, to keeping cranking ahead.
0: Cool. So, yeah. So that was all about Candice today. Candice is really awesome learning about you and some of your philosophies and outlooks on, you know, life, the world, both, you know, business and personal. So um, I'm excited for this endeavor. I think that it's going to be a lot of fun. um, And uh, we can can do a lot of neat things with it. So uh, podcast (laughs) episode numero dos coming in the near future. And then um, after that, we're going to have to figure out some guests to get on the show.
1: Oh, I'm so. excited about that, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Thanks so much for taking the time, buddy. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to helping some people out with their business endeavors and creating opportunities uh, and learning more about you.
0: All right. All right. Well, we'll catch you on the next one. And um, have a good rest of this, you know busy week yeah. Thank <laughs> and you. get you some too. sleep get some sleep. yeah
1: right i know i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to keep my book light off i've been having <laughs> too much fun all by myself so,
0: yeah. the, being a parent being uh, a- <laughs> just by yourself that's it uh-huh. it's like that's
1: being a parent you're like wait uh, i get to be alone for an hour what
0: life goals are to yeah. get my children to go to sleep like <laughs>
1: that's, that's
0: uh-huh. like, uh, it's the best yeah, part of the day so
1: a, it's a struggle <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. All right. Have a great week, buddy. All
0: right. Bye.
1: Bye. Cabool.